I'm Daniel. My pronouns are he and him. I'm Robert, and my pronouns are also he and him. And, and this, this is Grizzly Kiki. Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as a meet and greet with James Charles. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95, and they offer great customer service. I should know. And they do sunglasses, too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. Who doesn't love that? <laughs> Choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way you can try on all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. We don't need people seeing things blurry. And Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me. And... I'm now considering a divorce. Hey! To get started, head over to warbyporkertrial.com slash kiki. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Warby Porker? That's a very different website. I was projecting. Very different. I mean, I project in all directions. Give them them that link one more time. Oh, sorry. To get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker, modern eyewear made simple. Don't Google Warby Porker. You'll regret it. Happy birthday to you. What? what? Is it my birthday? Well, it's not mine. Maybe it's our plants. No. It is my birthday. It's your birthday. I'm 35 today. Mm. You know what I always was um, confused about is uh, people who are concerned with sharing their age. Yeah, I mean. I, Maybe I'm not old enough. Right? I Maybe we're not old enough. I Well, no, because I know, you know, there are people who are like, um, oh, my God, 30 is gay death and like all these things, which I think are pretty. Cliche, I've been gay dead for five years. Then. Right. Look at me. Um, Back from the dead. <laughs> and you thought Halloween was over. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that up. I don't know. I I feel like like um, not disclosing your age is kind of outdated, but it's not like up to me, I guess, um, mm-hmm. obviously. I I think that it just, you know, if you have a hard time coping with aging, do what you can to cope with it. I think that staying alive is a hard thing to do. And so you should celebrate uh, the a number of years that you mm-hmm. have stayed alive. That's just my, that's always yeah. been my perspective on it. I mean, if you want to put a different number on it, that's fine too. I guess. <laughs> it's it's like an individual thing. I mean, I, 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 I don't do... Know, I don't know. I do think it's rude to ask somebody their age unless it's um, un, un, unless it's uh, being unless it's I don't know pertinent unless it's pertinent yeah like if we're talking yeah. about oh I remember when I was in high school and somebody's like I you know whatever and you can be like well how old are you or like when did you graduate and you can do the math from there um, well, I'm, I'm more talking about the people who are like oh I'm turning forty this year and this will be the last time. 
Um, I feel bad because I feel like I'm referencing one person specifically, which oh, I'm had, not. I had an aunt like that. I'm not. Um, but or I, I have just, an aunt. When, whenever someone is like, oh, I'm turning this age this year and this will be the last time I share my, my birthday with anyone. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, I think it's silly yeah. is all, but I've been thinking about it a lot. And maybe this is part of it. Maybe this is part of the narrative. Is I start thinking about it, and I have the next five years to obsess over it. And that mm-hmm. way, when I get to forty, I'm like, "Shut up! I don't want to hear anything that starts with a four or ends with a zero. You know, like I'm, I'm maybe excited that's, for uh, fifty. Really? Yeah. Like okay. I um I don't know. I I don't know. Thirties are good. Thirty-five has been really good so far. So I just I like aging. You know, I mean, the only thing I would ever want back is kind of some springiness in my uh, in my bones, Mm. even thinner. I don't know. I just um, I feel like you you do learn more as you get older if you're paying attention. Yes. Which I think is necessary. Whereas I know some people who are in their 50s and are dumb as a, you know, a a box of hair. Um, Shout out to friends and family. Right. Whoa. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Let's move um, on. It's my birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday. It's my birthday. How does it feel? Um, it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel great. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what else to say. I just um I get weird every year around thank, my birthday. You have to thank friends, family, Jesus. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get weird around my birthday every year because it, it's always been um it's always been the day where I f- feel like and this is this is true even when i was a child i always felt like something would always go wrong on my birthday mm. um and to add in not insult to injury but to add to that uh usually the odd years are the ones where things go not terribly wrong but like mm-hmm. enough to put you in a bad mood on your birthday like small shit you know mm-hmm. yeah i like even numbered years Mm. And I like years that are like easily divisible because I feel like those are good. Mm. It's like 35 is divisible by seven and five. Mm, It's probably just, wait. Yeah, that's correct. Seven? No, not seven. Seven times five is seven. Yeah. I don't know math. Didn't think you'd know about math. No, I I was right, I guess. But anyway, um, (laughs) no. Aging is aging is great. You just take care of yourself, I guess, and age. I I like I like the term aging gracefully. I think that that's something a lot of people could, uh, you know, keep in mind. I think you should just age however you want. I'm I'm choosing to be the you know, the midlife crisis person. Mm. <laughs> would you Would you say that's accurate? I don't I don't think so. Who's midlife? Um. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I'm I'm just trying to do stuff to be better, mm-hmm. like to be a better me, live yeah. a better life. Um, cut to me doing pettiness at the end of the episode. No, um, <laughs> but you're in, you're embracing your pe- see. It's you know I enjoy pettiness. Mm-hmm. My mother, when she turned fifty, said that she, I mean, not that she ever did apologize for things, but that um, this is like basically at 50 she was untouchable like fuck everybody she's not here to meet other people's expectations or or needs you know we were both grown up and my brother and i so she was just like you know like good luck like i've made it to 50 so like fuck it like Mm -hmm. everything from here is going to be easy you know and then she passed away but (laughs) wow (laughs) like 
you know, I I think that that attitude was very refreshing. And I think a lot of my um, attitudes toward aging and birthdays and things like that come from my mom's perception of it. Right. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? Um. Why don't we talk about our YouTube channel? Mm, I'm very excited about that. So we have decided to start releasing some keto content on our YouTube channel. And the first, uh, I guess, like the introduction video where we talk about uh, like we talk a little bit about why we started keto. I think we'll probably do another video where we go into a little bit more depth. Mm-hmm. But if you're a listener of the show, we've talked about it on here before. Um, keto is something that we're very passionate about. It's been, you know, it's it's probably the second second longest uh, relationship I've had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, yeah. And um, we're just really passionate about it. We're also really curious about creating recipes mm-hmm. and um, just like figuring out how we can replicate things, you know, kind of similarly, like before we started recording, our, our friend Miss Jade is um is constantly uh coming up with different recipes of her own uh for different things and she sent us a recipe where someone turned uh like crushed walnuts into meat for excuse me for tacos really which i think is fascinating i think that stuff is fascinating it's science that is that's really cool yeah so um we're just we're gonna we're going to foster that side of ourselves mm-hmm. on our YouTube channel. And so the first video we have up, uh we talk a little bit about what the keto journey has been like so far, and then we talk about some of our keto YouTube influences and um and give them all a great big shout out. So we'll be sharing that. Um and there might be another video either today or tomorrow. Um, but pretty soon, because we wanted to give you guys a sampling of what um, of what uh, our content was going to look like. Yeah. So, and the video where we're just kind of talking to you and telling you about our journey is not really indicative of the stuff we're going to be, you know, we're going to be showing you. So, we have a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of fun stuff planned, and um, and I'm really excited about it. How do you feel? Um, yeah, I'm. <laughs> Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm I'm I realize a bit camera shy. So mm-hmm. like when we filmed a recipe yesterday, I was just like, and I'm like worried about what our kitchen looks like and all this stuff. But you know what? Like we don't live in a studio, like an actual uh, like filming studio or anything. No. So it's kind of fun to let go of that, I yeah. guess. And also like we haven't really filmed anything before out of drag. Like where it's has not been drag related or or whatever, so it's an interesting, um, just like kind of an interesting thing to do. I think. Yeah, um, I agree. So, yeah, and I think a big part of you know, of course, we want our videos to look polished and all that stuff, but a big part of why we are doing this is because we want it to be relatable. We want we want things like uh, you know enjoying a ketogenic diet to be relatable mm-hmm. because. You know, coming along with aging are things like a slower metabolism Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, issues with your joints that come from things like inflammation. Mm -hmm. And even if your goal is not to lose weight, you can fix those two things by eating a a ketogenic diet. Mm -hmm. And there are ways to still have bread mm-hmm. and and things that are sort of carb heavy. Yeah, you you, you just got to adjust the ingredients. Yeah, desserts um also which you know, you've heard us talk about but you'll see us yeah. do. Um I think we're also um inspired by 
uh, people like Wachatum Keto and um, Highfalutin. Low carb. Low carb. Thank you. Um, where it, like they're they're sharing their experiences with keto, not necessarily like creating new things, but you know, directing you toward resources, which has been, I think, for 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 you and I, the most essential or like the key to success. Yeah, basically, over this past year and change is. Like, you know, finding people on the internet and YouTube specifically who can um, point us in, in specific directions and things like that. So, well, I feel like with keto, with keto YouTube videos, it's a lot of people telling you what is right or mm-hmm. wrong. We're not telling you what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. We're telling you if it tastes good and if it made us feel good. Yeah. Those are the, literally the only two reasons that we mm-hmm. would share a recipe with you. And that's kind of it, because I have a problem with emotional eating, for example, mm-hmm. and I'm still emotionally eating, but I'm eating ketogenic foods. Yeah. And so I don't feel like trash when I wake up in the morning. You know, I don't end up with a hangover, um, although I'm learning that some sugar substitutes are not mm-hmm. not fun. <laughs> Side effects are real. Um, but those that all comes along with, with learning. And I, I really, truly feel that uh, in these 35 years that I've been alive, f- you know, for most of them, I wasn't I didn't have the best relationship with food. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have repaired that relationship at this point. And so I want to continue repairing it. And I'm hoping that other people will see what we're, we're doing and try it out themselves, maybe repair their relationships with food, maybe, uh, you know, like maybe start loving their bodies you know, like maybe move into their bodies, which is something that I've talked about um, being inspired by, uh, you know, a bunch of our podcasting friends, uh, namely Fabi Fab from Latinos with Lunch and uh, Maite from uh, Cabrones y Chingonas and, of course, uh, from the uh, Eva, Eva, Eva yeah. And so, you know, there's just like there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of self-discovery that I've been experiencing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we we have a lot of stories to share and also recipes so and also before we move on yes what what i and i have to say this is that i have found that like i like cooking but you know having a busy schedule and all that can you know make you not want to and then you turn Mm -hmm. to like the stuff that's like not icky but like that would you know give me unexplained pain and I don't have that anymore right. because I'm forcing myself to enjoy cooking again, which I have for a while now. But it's it's kind of like a like a science experiment, and you get to play with things and, and different ingredients, you mm-hmm. know. So you are are then forced to make really fun meals as well because you're having to look for keto friendly substitutes and things like that, and so. It's a, uh, I don't know, like a like a really cool scavenger hunt in terms of ingredients and recipes and yeah. things like that. So I don't love the word forced. I feel like you experiment. Well, yeah, you find something you really like, like uh, the uh, the chicken parm casserole, which mm-hmm. is part of our meal prep this week, and you put it in rotation. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that we actually talked about when you know, like seven diets ago, uh, we talked about. <laughs> We talked about ex- experimenting with different recipes we found and then keeping the good ones and throwing away the bad ones and then kind of having a little bit of like almost like a chore wheel, but with food. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, so please go to grizzlykiki.com slash YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I promise you're going to love the content. 
And um, you can also hit the uh, notification bell. And that way, YouTube will let you know whenever we post a new video and you will never miss one. Um, before we go to break, uh, we lost someone this weekend yeah, that very was very uh, important to, the, to both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost Walter Mercado at the age of 87. And we're just kind of, we're just both really sad about it because he was, I guess, you know, I've, I've talked before about how divine is the first queer mm-hmm. face I ever remember seeing, but I think it was actually Walter. Yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, he would, I like, I can't tell you when, but like, yeah, I would, we would watch him every day or every time he was on TV, you know, and it was entertaining. He wasn't made fun of in our home, you know, for okay. being obviously, I mean, I'm saying obviously queer, even though nothing has ever been confirmed and he has, you know, never, he never talked about it. But to me, it was this like man who at the time I thought was Christina Saralegi in a cape. Stop it. I, I, I <laughs> really, the first few times I saw Walter on television and I think they were on the same network, I would be like, they were both on Univision, yeah. Exactly. And and I also at that time believed that like when Christina was on TV, like that's when she was actually filming. So I thought it was live. Oh. So I was like, oh my God, like, wow, she's doing two things like back to back, you know? And, and, and anyway, but then, you know, <laughs> like growing up with him present and being a very um, kind of heartfelt person and... Um, giving off this caring energy it was always a joy to see him on tv and to know that you know his career had um such longevity throughout all of its different incarnations um so it was really sad to to hear of that uh, of his passing yeah i sort of had a different understanding of him he was definitely someone that we laughed at uh but also i thinking about it as an adult it's wild that the um that Univision was giving you your horoscope because n- literally no other news channel gives you their the, your horoscope. Uh, but also they were doing it with a certain amount of flair through Walter Mercado and and mm-hmm. all of his extravagant clothing and and he was I mean I don't know if that was his home where they filmed but it, that was like production value mm-hmm. it was like you know if Liberace all of a sudden read his horoscope I mean he's Puerto know? Rican Liberace right you know so um, yeah he will definitely be be missed and um, just like you know one of the one of the great reference points, I think, um, as Latinx folks that we can look to and, you know, just like a like a like a pure energy that comes from him, like a pure good energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I just I'm going to miss him. Yeah. So we figured sad. we figured we would um, we would send mucho, mucho, mucho amor to his uh, his uh, loved ones and to anyone who is grieving his loss. Um, so, um, with that, we're going to go to break and when we come back, we're going to celebrate my birthday some more by talking about birthdays. So stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the key key going. We're back, 
And I figured since today's my birthday that we would talk about, it's kind of similar to last week's conversation about Halloween where we talked about traditions and stuff. Um, I was curious as to how you, Daniel, went about celebrating your birthdays growing up. Um, we, so because our birthdays were in the summer, um, both my brother and I. Um, oh, did you have, did you have like a group birthday? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying it was just something that my, well, my mother did it on purpose. <laughs> like she, what? yes, my, my mother and father planned like when, you know, they would want to conceive and all that because my mother being the secret drag queen that I think she was and not so secret drag queen actually, um, is she wanted to show us off in all of our newborn splendor as soon as we were born. Okay. So what better way? Like, you know, if you have a baby in the winter, if you go out with them, they're all covered up. Nobody gets to see them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now you see where I get it yep. from. And you've seen the, <laughs> as when we went digging through photos last week for Halloween, Many of my earliest baby photos are of, you know, me at the Bronx Zoo, me at the park. Like, my mother wanted to show us off. Yes. Um, but also because of that, we never, our, our our birthdays never, like, coincided with the school year growing up and things like that. So it was always kind of like a, you know, like a small family birthday party. Um, and we would, um, go on like a, a day trip. So if it was your birthday, you got to pick where we went. So we were always going oh. to water parks during the summer. Cause like, that's what we love doing. So if it was your birthday, you got to pick which one okay. and where you went to dinner and you know, stuff like that. So that was what we did a lot of. So um, because your birthday was in the summer, a lot of ice cream cakes. No, really? No, I, I mean, I had an ice cream cake here or there, but they weren't my favorite. But I also was never a big cake person even then. Oh, so um, that is shocking. I know. For me, I know. Um, I don't know. Like we'd have a cake from you know, like the Dominican bakery. That was always fun. Um, I really do love that type of cake. Okay. Um, I do remember I had a fudgy the whale one year for a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Um, so He's things an ice like cream that. Cake, yeah, it's an ice cream yeah, cake. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I had a fruit tart when I was older for a birthday cake, okay. which was really Proof delicious. That, you're, that you were the reincarnation of an old soul. Well, I just, I <laughs> wanted something different. So, you know, I this bakery near my house made these enormous fruit tarts uh-huh. and they were beautifully glazed and yummy custard. And it was just, you know, nice and like refreshing. You had a sophisticated palate for a child. I mean, this was when I was like, you know, like in my late teens, early 20s or something like Still that. So sophisticated. Um, you throw a sheet cake at me and I'm happy. I mean, there a was a year. Costco. I mean, are you asking <laughs> about my favorite cakes? Am I? Are you? Because you're asking me for a list. I can give you a list. Well, you're giving it to well, me already. One year when I was little, <laughs> we had a party. It was like a bigger family party. Uh-huh. My Aunt Mildred made me a Ninja Turtles cake. Ooh. Um... But just one. Oh, the orange one. Is that Michelangelo? Oh, I'm bad. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know. The orange one. I just know Donatello is the purple one because of our turtle. So anyway. Um, oh, they did have different headphones, yeah, didn't they? Blue. They had a blue mask, a purple mask. Hold on. Wait, it was masks? I thought it was just a headband. Well, it covered their eyes. So it was like a mask. Oh, do you see how little I know? I know very, very little about the Ninja Turtles because I wasn't really interested in that. Um, 
I really enjoyed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mainly because they um, got to have pizza all the time. So right. You, so you see. Right. Um, yeah, it was red, orange, blue, and purple. Hmm. So I don't, I think, and Leonardo was the blue one. I forget who the orange one was. Uh, I don't know. Michelangelo. Probably. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I had the orange one. My aunt made it. It was in the shape of the Ninja Turtle, and she piped on, like, basically drew the cartoon on the cake. Wow. So it was amazing. That's great. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then... So you're saying that's your favorite cake? I just had so many. I mean, mm-hmm. there there was the year that I we went to Costco and I got a princess sheet cake. Oh, but that, that is... happened when we were adults. Well, yeah, but it's one of my favorite cakes. Mm-hmm. Like, I really that enjoyed that. Um, there was the year that you got me an ice cream cake from um, Cold Stone and we celebrated mm-hmm. my birthday at Therapy, the, the bar. Um, so I don't know. Like, I... Um, yeah, I guess I've had a few really good birthday cakes. You know, it, it's interesting. I put down, like, talk about your favorite cake or, like, most memorable cake, uh, and I don't have one. I just remember... So I have I have nostalgia. Hold on. Let me back it up. Birthday traditions. So I had several different birthdays growing up, um, and so we had on on my proper birthday... We would have family come over for cake and coffee. And that was that was the tradition for every single birthday. So whether it was my mom, my dad, my sister, um, like one of my fam- my other family members, we would always go to the go to whoever's house it was and have coffee and cake. And uh, the the cake that we had was always a it was like a regular cake. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a regular birthday cake if you went to a, an Italian bakery and asked for a birthday cake. Oh, okay. Um, it had like the sponge, mm-hmm. like sp- the sponge cake with buttercream frosting and then, you know, like flowers, like, uh, yeah, flowers, not like, like rosettes. Paste, like the paste, like the... No, they were butter, they were like buttercream, but that they had coloring in them. So they would they would make a rose, like several roses on the top. And so when it was my birthday, they had to get three roses put on the cake because it was me and my two cousins and we would fight over the flower because we all wanted to eat the flower. Um, and so my mom would just then be like, okay, put three roses you on the cake. You had to fight for the flower on your birthday? I didn't have to fight for it. I'm talking about the other two who were not celebrating their oh, birthday no. that day. Mm-hmm. They had to fight for whatever was left over, which mm-hmm. was usually like a vine or, you know, mm-hmm. like a couple of leaves or whatever. Because it's all like, it was always decorated with some kind of floral mm-hmm. uh, design. And in my opinion, it was like a very, very basic cake. And now as an adult, I have the hardest time. Actually, I can't even say I have the hardest. It's the most difficult thing about celebrating my birthday is that I always have the nostalgia for that kind of cake. But we never find it. Like, we, uh, we can never find it. I found it for you one year because I had it made. Do you not remember? Before we moved in together, you wanted a fancy, fancy cake. You described it in detail. I wrote it down. And I ordered it for you from the thing, a bakery in Queens. The thing about it is it's not fancy. Like, I grew up understanding that it was a very basic cake. But that is fancy for a lot of kids. I mean, you know. But it's what everyone got. It wasn't just yeah. me. Like, yeah. if it was my mom's birthday, we would get the exact same cake, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's just what I grew up 
liking. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it also it was a layered. So there were there were custard. There were layers of custard inside the cake. Mm-hmm. And so for my birthday, it was vanilla cake and uh, like chocolate custard. Um, so. I just, I grew up, like I said, I grew up and I grew up thinking, and maybe this is part of my privilege or whatever, but like I grew up thinking this was a very basic cake Mm -hmm. because it was what we had at every single birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's actually the cake. That's like my favorite type of cake. Um, I was never a big fan of, I was never a big fan of ice cream cakes, although I liked the ones that had the little like... um, Oh, the like oh, the like, mud crystals or whatever it's called, the the chocolate um, that it, that it, crumble. It, yeah, because it's not Oreo. It's something. No. It's um, it's almost like instant coffee. Yes, that, those are so good. That's what I think is on Fudgy the Whale. Yeah, that yeah. like that's the best those part Carvel of the ice cream cakes. Cake. The Carvel cakes always <sighs> had. They had two. They had a layer of vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. and a layer of chocolate, and it was separated by the chocolate mm-hmm. crumble. And then if it melted, like. Even though it was like liquidy, you still had that crunch because yeah. they didn't get soggy. Oh, those are so they, good. Yeah, they were always crunchy. It was great. Um, yeah, so those were great. Um, when I got a little bit older, uh, we started getting cannoli cakes because there was an awesome bakery near my house growing up that made cannoli cakes. And so it was just easier because the, the bakery, the bakery where we were getting the like the the plain cake that I was talking about earlier <laughs> is on the other side of town. And this bakery was like maybe a five minute drive mm-hmm. from my parents' house. So it was just easier to go there and get yeah. that. So that became the standard. Um, and so, and it's funny because it was the only kind of cannoli cake mm-hmm. I'd ever had, but it was so good that I've had cannoli cake at other places. And I'm like, this is not, I've, I've realized that it. you can't find good cannoli cake outside of New Jersey. Isn't that weird? Because remember Isn't the that year weird? that we bought a cannoli cake for my birthday. And we and forgot to put it out. We forgot. And then we were all cleaning up at like two in the morning with like two of our friends who stayed behind. And we were like, oh, the cake. Yeah. Should never hit. And it wasn't a cheap cake. No, it wasn't. It just, <laughs> how, it's just cannoli cream. You just make cannoli cream. Well, what they fucked up, the 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 cake itself, it was like angel food cake. Yeah. And that was where they it fucked up. It used to up. be like a heavier like something i don't know i was very disappointed but then we had cannoli cake in new jersey and it was much different although with keto you can't do cannoli cake but i would forego any type of cake for that um uh the cannoli dip with the cannoli the cannoli Uh, shell like nachos that they have at Shoprite. yes yeah anytime we visit uh pissy and david and we're deciding that we're not doing keto we get a tray of that and it's so yummy i was in such disbelief so we found out and i have i have to tell the story because it's no go ahead i mean if you don't i will so uh david our friend david was he was still living with his parents at the time he threw himself a like a pool party for his birthday because his birthday is also in the summer um and uh and so i remember so we went there and uh one of david's friends got us stoned (laughs) whoopsies And I was like, I felt super paranoid. So I was just sitting in the corner playing Candy Crush until the feeling went away. Because that's what happens sometimes. And out of nowhere, so we're, we're sitting down for the cake. We sing Happy Birthday to David. And then all of a sudden, David's mom brings out this tray of 
like cannoli, like broken cannoli shells with a dip in the center. And I'm like, what is that? What is that? It was just like, it was like the, the, the clouds parted and like God sent down this tray of food from heaven. And it was literally just cannoli, like cannoli filling (laughs) as a dip. And it had the little chocolate chips in it. I had never felt, um, you know, I don't remember. It probably did. It was delicious. It probably did. Um, I don't remember feeling nearly as vulnerable as I ever have in the moment where I looked David's mom in the eye and I said, what? Where did you get this from? And she just looked at me like I was crazy because I'm sure at that moment she was like, oh, you guys were smoking, weren't you? And I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed because like David was a new friend at the time. And Mm -hmm. like, I really love David's parents and I wanted to make the best impression Mm -hmm. uh, specifically on his mom. That was also the first pool party birthday party I'd ever gone to. Which and I'd always wanted to go to a pool party birthday party. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, they're great. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I no, just, I, like that like, was. But yeah, D- D- David's mother changed our lives that day. Yes, she did. And yes. the best part is, you can get extra like cannoli filling in a container, like if it's not enough, which yeah. is the best part because you're always left over with like cannoli chips basically i just i can't get over i grew up <laughs> i grew up going to Shoprite when my parents would go grocery shopping i can't get over the fact that you can get this amazing dessert and it's just available in the dessert area like in the bakery section yeah, of shop like mixed in with everything else yeah like it needs its own like display it's so good it just it tastes like something that you would have to go to a specialized bakery to get yeah because the, the shells or the shell chips Although I swear they make the shells and just crack them, but they're they're so they taste fresh and they're dusted like well they shape I think they shape them like tortilla chips so that it's easier yeah. to eat. It's but. just it's amazing. Anyway, it's, uh, you know mm. this is why <laughs> this is probably part of why when we decided to do this episode, I was like we have to talk about cake because birthday cake is one of my favorite birthday things cake to is eat. A good thing. Period. Um, so, but, you know, as an adult and having, um, you know, sold my soul to the keto devil, mm-hmm. um, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Although I, I enjoy, a I, I enjoy, uh, dessert still mm-hmm. and we're, you know, we're going to enjoy some, uh, some keto cinnamon rolls in a little bit and, for my birthday and, um, and some lemon bars, and lemon bars, which I will, we'll talk about later, but, uh, but, um, yeah, no, I had, I definitely, I have to recognize that, uh, you know, I I had an unhealthy relationship with sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would, there were days where I wouldn't take, like following my birthday, I wouldn't take lunch to work. I would just take a big chunk of what was left of my birthday cake mm-hmm. and eat that for lunch. And that's not healthy. Like it's not, it's it wasn't healthy for me. Yeah. So I shouldn't be making blanket statements for other people, but like it was I mean, I wouldn't me. I wouldn't eat birthday cake for lunch, but there is something right. and I don't know why, but like you know when you have that last piece of birthday cake left and it's really not like the freshest it could be, but like the cake's a little stale, like the frosting has seeped in. It that's really yummy. That's the moment. Cuz that's when you get ice cream and you make birthday cake pudding, which is the only oh. that is the only episode of Pee Wee Herman that I was able to watch from start to finish cuz you know how scared I was of that show. But he, <laughs> he there was an episode <laughs> where and that's why I generally will if I have dessert and there is ice cream involved, 
and some sort of pastry or cake, I will mush it all together like a child before I eat it. Is that where that comes from? Yes, that is that is birthday cake pudding. Like he was talking about it and put the cake with the ice cream, mushed it together. And like growing up, like you mushed your food together at home. It was like, what are you doing? Like, that's disgusting. You know, like, so it felt so like, like, you know, so I wasn't able to do it as a kid because, you know. um, Because adults. Because adults, right? (laughs) But like now that I'm just like an adult who can be a child when I choose, Mm -hmm. I will mush together my napoleon and ice cream or my cake and ice cream and there is just something like it's an empleoste as my grandmother would call it like it's just a big mush but it's it's just all the flavors are together it's amazing it does look disgusting but it tastes amazing yeah i just i always wondered we used to order dessert from this one place and we would he would get a daniel would get a strawberry shortcake and a scoop of vanilla ice cream and then he would like mush it all together i didn't know mm-hmm. where that came from i should know i am yeah. the I'm the Pee Wee yeah. fan. You should, yeah. You, I should know you. about this. Look at it's, me. It actually is the best with a really good tres leches cake. I mean, not because oh. normally, like you know, you do it with a drier cake, but like yeah. with a tres leches cake, it's especially yummy. So try it. Um, you were talking earlier about pool parties. Let's yeah. talk about the so. Oh, I was saying earlier how I would have a birthday party with my family, which was the one that happened on my actual birthday, and then the weekend of my birthday, I would have a party with my friends. And so, uh, because my birthday is so close to Halloween, it was very common for me to have a costume party for my birthday, at least until I turned like twelve. Mm-hmm. Until I was un- until I was a child that was old enough. To be shipped off to the movies without an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically what we did. And then it shifted to being um, a pizza party where we would go to the movies after. Mm. So, um, and then that's kind of what it was for a while. And then uh, I was never really big on like going to bars or clubs, but I guess I did it for a little while in my 20s. So that was a thing. Um, and then as an older person, um, I like to just have my friends come over. I like to basically do what my parents used to do for their mm-hmm. birthdays uh, when I was a child. So, yeah. um, but what about uh, like younger birthday parties? Like, have did you ever go to a birthday party at a McDonald's play place, for example? No, 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 no. I went to a gymnastic birthday party once at the Y. I okay. think it was at the Y. Okay, and that was fun for a little bit. I, I don't know. I just like. Um, I don't know. I, I no, not really. Nothing terribly exciting. Also, hmm. like I, um, you know, I don't know if we talked about this last week or just you know, like growing up too, like especially like in the city, like I, you know, like we were talking about last week. It's like, mm-hmm. but like, why do you have to go there? <laughs> like, you know, like you can just like you have cake at home. Like it's one of those weird things growing up. But um, no, yeah, I don't like. We didn't really go to any of those things not a free hmm. place um what was the gymnastics one like um they had like i don't know like instructors teaching you how to tumble how to do the um what do you call that the balance thing? beam no not the balance beam the the bouncy thing the uh, the trampoline mm-hmm. um I, like looking back on it it was a very stupid party yeah because like i mean and i wasn't like not because up until like 11 i was quite thin and like you know like a like uh you know 
like a like the Tasmanian devil just like everywhere mm-hmm. but but that was it just I didn't understand why that was a fun party hmm. cuz like while I was there I'm just like so can like we have a roller skating party but no not nobody in my class ever had or growing up nobody ever had a roller skating party hmm ever Ever. That's so interesting. So when it wasn't for me, when it wasn't a pizza party or a costume party, there was a place in New Jersey called Sports World. I don't know if anyone lives in New Jersey, if they remember it, but it's essentially, or if it's still there even, um, it's an indoor amusement park that uh, it was a huge arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a handful of rides that you'd see at a carnival. So like bumper cars and, um, you know, those those 3D... Uh, boxes that look sort of like a van and they'll show you a 3D movie and you wear glasses and the the box, you're inside the box and it moves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It seats like six people. Mm-hmm. Um, we had that. We had like a mini roller coaster. Um, there was also laser tag, bowling, and I think there was a spot way in the back for, oh my God, what is that called? Um, Rock climbing? Not golfing, but the other thing. Mini golf. Mini golf. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, all around the area were arcade games. So mm-hmm. like all of the new arcade games would be there. And essentially what, what we would do for like my birthday or maybe like my cousins um, was they would just like we would show up. We would eat pizza in like the, the party room and then we would run off and play arcade games. And I think like we would include one or two rides in whatever it was. And then we played laser tag and then we would eat cake and go home. Um, It was a really like simple thing. My cousins, on the other hand, who were a little more agile, they had roller skating birthday parties and I hated them because I hated roller skating. I absolutely hated it. (laughs) I really liked it because I liked the music. Oh, the music was amazing. Like, but yeah. Sports World had music mm-hmm. too. Like it had, it was almost like they were playing the exact same mm-hmm. music, but you didn't have to like try and keep your balance while wearing these, you know, really unsafe shoes. Um, I was always, I was really happy when roller skating turned to rollerblading because that's a little easier to get balance on. Really? Mm-hmm. I never even tried. I would occasionally, uh, yeah, there was, I guess, like, the first couple of years that uh, that my cousin did her birthday there, I would try and roller skate, but I just hated it. Mm. I ended up hating it. I would wear them for, like, half an hour and then take them off. I loved rollerblading and roller and ice skating. Those were, I loved when we would do that. It was so, so you much guys fun. Went, went ice skating? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. like, I'd have to hold imagine. on to the sides for the first, like, 20 minutes because I was, like, getting used to it. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I, w- I would do the whole circle without falling. Right. You know? Um, yeah, someone told me an unfortunate story about uh-huh. um, ice skating once, and I'm, I'm not interested ever. I uh, never have been, never will be. Anytime I did fall, um, like... You would ball your hands up. Oh, my hands would be balled. Like, I, I would, yeah. you know, like, armadillo it. Yeah. Because it's very plausible. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was lucky. the The roller rink where my cousins would have their birthday also had an arcade, and they also had the new games. And so I was usually off playing Mortal Kombat for until they were like, "Hey, we're gonna do the cake." Um, also, the roller rink did this cool thing where, uh, well, it's not that cool. It's a, um, it's a, a race. It was like a like a Mario Kart style race around the the rink essentially um that happened toward the end and the winner got some kind of prize i really don't remember much of it i just remember um that people would crowd 
the the area around the 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 rink mm-hmm. uh, to watch the like the, the, to watch it happen. Yeah, the competition. Hmm. Yeah, so there was that. We also did bowling. It's funny how like these memories are coming back to me now. Uh, but we were also we also went bowling for mm-hmm. my birthday a couple years. Um, there was a gymnastics one. I remember that being very boring. Um, I had a friend who lived in the community that was attached to the gym in the town. And so we had a birthday at the gym that year. And that was very boring. Um, and there was food involved, which I thought was weird. Because I'm like, why are you bringing, you're bringing a bunch of kids and food to a gym? Like people are paying f- a lot of money for the membership here. Um, I guess it was also uh, like a racket club. So I think that was the that was maybe mm. the side of it that was doing the birthday party. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. Um, yeah, that was kind of. I feel like that sums it all up. Um, we did. I did have a friend who did a party where we learned to cook. That was an interesting. That was fun. Oh, the one that we went to to get right that we yeah yeah that was fun. Oh, I love that. That was great. We actually still make that recipe. That's our chicken recipe. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was really cool because it, it got uh, it got you to socialize with people in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there were also drinks and stuff there. So, like, it was helping, mm-hmm. you know, helping yeah. you talk and all that. But we were purposely paired up with people we didn't know to help, mm-hmm. like, you know, chop some onions and whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so that you could start conversations with these different people. And I actually thought, I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, so I don't talk to that friend anymore, but she like, she has a, she has a, um, she, she's very, uh, like her birthdays are always, uh, like a, like a different, it's an event. It's an event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was a year we went, uh, what was it like racing? Oh, what is that yeah, called? Uh, uh, I don't Go-kart. know. Go-karts. Go-karts. There we go. Yeah. We did go-karts one year. That was, yeah. I think I did that as a child too. Yeah. I didn't. Want I think sports world had go-karts yeah. as well. Um, Not good for my back. So I was just like, nope. yeah, but it was um, fun to watch. Yeah. So yeah, those were cool. Um, do you have a most memorable party or do we already go over it? <laughs> I think it would be, it was like, I think it was when we had my birthday at therapy. That was just really, it was different. I mean, yeah. It wasn't the best birthday. Like, it was amazing. No, see, (laughs) shut up, Robert. Um, Is that, like, I kind of don't quant, like, it was a really, I would say it's kind of one of the most memorable birthday parties, Mm because I was just like, yeah, like, let's do it at therapy, and... You were like, maybe we can bring a cake. And like, they said yes. And it was just, it was like all sorts of different friends came. And it was also like when we told people we were engaged, so it was nice. Um, you told people. We yes, were I know. I told I people. I know. told not to tell I know, anyone. I know. I know. And then when I, when I heard your friends talking about it, I was like, wait. Well, it did, it, it, it did slip out. <laughs> um, but that was, that was a really fun that was a fun birthday. Yeah. I have to say. I mean, there have been some others, you know, that were really good too. Um, but I just like birthdays to me are are um not like I don't want to be the center of attention because then I like yeah. I I just end up like lapsing into my like host like, do you need this? Do you need that? Like, uh-huh. that's when I'm most comfortable. That's why, like, you know, when we have people over for birthdays, it's like, let's play a game. We'll just have some food. Like, no, you don't have to bring anything. Like, 
you know um yeah i love stuff like that i i don't and mainly it's because i find like if you have to plan your own birthday no you know what because i'm not going to be judgmental about it anyway wow um well i you know it's like i don't like making a spectacle of myself and like i feel like when you do that it's like people might feel that they have to like show up and like i don't know i have weird feelings Hmm. about those things but not from any particular experience it's just mine kind of you know um my (laughs) one of my most memorable birthdays was actually my 21st birthday um it was in college and basically what my friends did is they just like put together a party where all of our friends came and there was a cake um but the thing i remember the most is i was really obsessed with midori sours at the time and so my friends went to the dollar store and bought a vase a plastic vase for flowers and um filled it with a Midori sour. And then they were like, you know, that we only bought the stuff to make Midori sours for you. So whenever you finish this drink, you know, bring us the vase and we will refill it. Wow. Um, it was very sticky the next day. And I remember trying to keep it because I was like, oh, I want to remember my 21st birthday forever. And um, the other was no washing that thing. It was disgusting. Also, Midori Sour will get you indigestion before it'll get you drunk. So there's, or diabetes, one of the two. Um, very, very sweet drink. And, um, and Madonna's Confessions on a Dance Floor had just come out and I was obsessed with it. And I was, because it was my birthday, I was allowed to play it from start to finish over and over again. And people didn't say anything, even though they did. But <laughs> I didn't care. It's a great album. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then there was this girl that I was kind of friends with who knew I had a crush on this guy, and she convinced him to come, which made me very uncomfortable because uh, he was very much straight, and uh, and I was not interested in trying to shoot my shot with that Ooh, at that's all. awkward. So that was weird. Um, but everything else was fun. So that's what I remember. Um, what are your um, What are your favorite birthday memories? What are your favorite cakes? Tell us in the comments. Send us an email. Um, and uh, we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and it's time for our one minute RuPaul's Drag Race UK review. Uh, do you want to... I will do the timer. Start that timer. Snap that Okay, ready and go. So this episode to me was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really happy. I thought that it was going to be Davina's chance to win because I, I feel like she deserves her own win at this point. Yeah. Um, she had she did have to share it with her teammates, which is fine. They were very good, yeah. like amazing across the board. They got together. It was it was fun to see them 
collaborate. They were a true team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Whereas uh, the Vivian's team was weak. Or was yeah. it Crystal's team? It was Crystal's team because she got team, to yeah. choose the team. Yeah. Um, I thought it was more than a little obvious that Crystal was going home on this episode. Mm-hmm. And um, I still haven't figured out who she looks like. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out she <laughs> looks like someone who performs in Brooklyn. So if you are sitting at home screaming their name right now, please write into the podcast because I am like every week I'm just like going nuts trying to think about uh, who who she looks like. Yeah. Um, was there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to go over? real quick? I, I like the theme. I thought it was a very, um, you know, last week when we talked about uh you know, Lindsay email about it being just very kind of tired and in certain respects, at least in her opinion, what I, what I really enjoyed was this theme of like a day at the races because, you know, horse racing and particularly Ascot, which is the the racetrack. And uh, I think just outside of London is such a a tradition. Mm -hmm. And I thought that it was a really cool, um, a cool challenge. And I, I kind of liked the, the looks across the board, you know, they really took, um, even the ones that took it seriously, I thought were just really being representative of what I've seen anyway. So right. I thought it was really cool. Right. Um, yeah, it was the this episode was the first time where I felt like I was missing a lot of the references. Mm-hmm. So I guess they are yes. doing a little bit of both in and, terms of, you know, references. And, and stuff. Crystal's outfit was fucking amazing. And it was giving you like Club Kid, Holly Golightly. Not Holly Golightly. Ah. Who? Who um, are you trying to say? Oh, oh my God. I just forgot her name. Eliza Doolittle. She was giving you Club Kid Eliza Doolittle when they take her to the races. Okay. And I loved it. Yeah. So I thought. I, that, I actually really liked it. I thought Crystal's their critique was very unfair. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I was confused by the challenge overall because mm-hmm. it seemed like everyone just kind of did their own interpretation. But, you know, I yeah. liked all of the looks yeah. individually. So yeah, they were all very fun. Um, let's talk about the finale of Dragula. Do you want to start that timer? Sure. One more time. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And go. Congratulations, Landon Slider. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, it was kind of anticlimactic because yeah. it was like. Duh. But it was an incredible ride. Yes. So in the middle of the episode, I was trying to look up whether Elvira had been a judge on the show, and I accidentally spoiled the winner for myself. Um, So there's that. Uh, So I basically didn't really pay attention to most of the episode, unfortunately. Um, But I loved Landon... I loved Landon's thing. I actually liked all three contestants. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they were all strong in one category, yep. like stronger than each other in one category. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was really yeah. cool. But I think that uh, Landon was ob- like the clear winner. Yeah. Although Priscilla killed it with the glamour look. That was like the best of all. Th- I think the best look of the finale, honestly. Yeah. You know, with the pills and like the fake vomit, like, you know, beaded onto her gown. I thought it was a. Uh, a really cool um, interpretation of like her journey, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, I don't really remember the looks, but I definitely remember thinking that one of Dahlia's was really great. I want to say uh, horror, whatever the oh, first the skin look. dress. Yes. The skin okay. dress. Cause yes, glamour, that was glamour really cool. was just a black dress, but the, the skin dress that she made by dipping power mesh in silicone. Yeah. Uh, terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. She killed that. Yeah. 
That was great. Um, so yeah, I think all three showed why they were in the competition, mm-hmm. which is it's interesting that it it waited until the end because I sort of felt like Landon was an obvious front runner the whole time, mm-hmm. and that Priscilla was good but not great, not better than Landon at least, mm-hmm. and Dahlia was not likable. Unfortunately, a, like I know that that yeah, has nothing to she do. She acted like a child for a lot of the competition, right? But I th- I know that. Uh, her being likable has nothing to do with her artistry, mm-hmm. which like she is good at drag, uh, but she's not very likable. Mm-hmm. And so I was not paying attention to her because she wasn't likable. Um, but this last episode showed why all three of them deserved to be in this competition. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, absolutely. I hope they have bright futures. Yeah. You know. Um, okay. It's time for Keto Corner. So the first item in this week's Keto Corner keto corner keto corner um i'm just so excited about it i can't contain myself mm-hmm. um is wholesome yums low carb uh lemon bars recipe okay. and i love lemon bars i've been looking for <clears throat> some sort of dessert that i can make keto that does not involve coconut flour because i can't handle it yeah I, I don't I don't know why I've never noticed that I have an aversion to coconut. But this recipe does not use coconut flour. And it is the most I mean, in all honesty, it's the only keto lemon bar recipe I've tried because I looked at it and I was like, Yeah, this all sounds perfect. Like it was kind of line by line substitutions for what I've used when I've made my own. Um We did talk about it at the beginning of the last episode, how good it was, because we yeah. tried them right before we started recording. Yeah. Um it makes like yeah, they're they're just really amazing. It's a great lemon custard on top with a really strong flavor. Um and the bait like the 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 base of it, it I wasn't sure how it was gonna work out exactly or if it was going to uh replicate it because I always do like a shortbread kind of base for them right and this tasted like a really buttery shortbread um kind of cookie base for them um so you got that like just you know really sharp lemon custardy flavor but then this crumbly sweet cookie it was just they're perfect Mm -hmm. they were absolutely perfect so they were great yeah and we'll provide a link to it so you can try it out they're great i'm so excited that we were able to finally do this because it's been a couple years that we've been trying to make something with lemon like specifically a lemon pound cake do you remember that um that was a fail uh when you i mean i don't i don't think i don't think it was your i'm fairly certain that it wasn't the mistake you made that made them bad oh no because um, we so, fixed them and they still were not they right, didn't rise that's what i'm saying but the first time daniel made them he <laughs> he put salt in them instead of sugar <laughs> i've so never done that i remember tasting them and being like why are these so salty oh God. i was like what are you talking about <laughs> he was I've so offended never like and they took it was two cups, two cups of salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-mm. it was very salty. Yeah. Um, what's the other thing you have? The other thing is uh, a bread recipe from Deirdre's Aww. Kitchen. That's the name of her YouTube channel. Um, it's it's fantastic. I we've made we made a, a loaf today, so it's our third loaf. Um, it uses uh, vital wheat gluten and golden flaxseed meal and oat fiber as kind of the base so basically you're taking out most of you know i think 
almost all of the carbs because you're just using gluten. And this is one of those things like I was talking about earlier in the episode uh, when we were discussing the YouTube content we're going to be putting out. That was so much fun because it is like a science experiment. Yeah. Um, and I have been using it now for a week uh, for my lunches. I've been taking sandwiches because, as we said, I don't have refrigeration or microwave at work. So this has been a perfect um, alternative to either going off keto because that's just what's available or spending a lot of money. Yeah. Um, it toasts just like regular bread. It mm-hmm. tastes like regular bread. It's yeasty. Um, we've played with flavorings. You know, the one I made today, we put sesame seeds on. Mm-hmm. It's it's spectacular. It really is an amazing recipe, and there's nothing that I, like, nothing that I would change about it. It's perfect. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's definitely great. I, I do like the idea of um, playing with the seasoning mm-hmm. a little bit. Because we did, we did change the seasoning mm-hmm. a little bit uh, for the second yeah, we put Italian we Italian yeah. seasoning in it and put some uh, shredded uh, Parmesan on top just to give it, like, something different, you know? But, like, the base is... It's like, great. It's great. It's, it's amazing. An, it's a nice, tasty mm-hmm. bread. Yeah. Um, well, it's time mm. for pettiness. My pettiness is killing me and I. So this week, given that it was just Halloween... I figured that I would make my pettiness about something that happened on Halloween. And um, everyone's favorite, uh, I don't know, she's not anybody's favorite. So Tommy Lauren from Fox, Fox News, Fox something, uh, she decided to post a poorly uh, conceived Halloween costume on her Twitter. Uh, And she, so she's wearing a black wig. She's holding a purple folder that says green new deal and then uh she's also holding a copy of the communist manifesto uh and the caption says i decided to dress up as the person who scares me most the democratic dimwit darling socialist loving freedom hating former bartender herself alexandria ocasio-cortez just based on this before i even get to the petty comments because the comments are where it's at she doesn't even look like aoc at all she looks more like Nadia Ginsburg, if I'm being honest. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't know who that is. So happy Googling. Uh, the very first comment is from Trixie Mattel. And she says, LOL, you even suck at Halloween. <gasps> so we're off, to, we're off to a good start. Um, a couple of people dug up some old photos of her. Uh, because part of, part of this... Uh, wait a minute. Oh, it's not even here. Oh, it does say bartender. Just kidding. So part of part of her post was that she was coming for AOC having been a bartender, which like what exactly is wrong with being a bartender? Uh, so someone posted not so fast. She used to be a summer water slide attendant uh, with a photo of Tommy uh, from 2010, uh, where she was, I guess, starting off the summer. And there is something strange I shouldn't say strange. There is something ample about the height of her forehead in this photo. So to put it uh, like that. Do you believe a hairline lowering has, uh, has occurred? I don't know what they did. I, I really, I don't, I, I am a science fan and I'd love to know, uh, but I don't know what they did to this person's forehead. Maybe she to pull her wig forward. It's definitely not a wig. Um, Someone posted just a shot of her face from the same the same photo 
and said, you could have gone as your own before picture. (laughs) (laughs) And someone commented, Buzz's girlfriend, woof. (laughs) It's my favorite line from from Home Alone. Um, Let's see. There were other comments. Oh, my favorite was, um, you could have dressed as your former self. And then there's a gif of Kristen Wiig from the Lawrence Welk show on SNL. Um, which if you, if you know that reference again, an ample forehead, um, too good for her. There were other people who posted that they also, that they went, uh, went out as, uh, Tommy for Halloween. Uh, one person posted a photo of an upside down mop. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Um, somebody posted a picture of an overturned, uh, jar of mayonnaise. Um, someone else posted a black trash bag. Another person posted an actual store-bought uh, garbage bin costume, which, interestingly enough, it's clear that, like, we're looking at a trash can, right? Like, it's pretty mm-hmm. clear that this is a trash can, but the trash can says trash on it. <laughs> oh, I guess because it could also be recycling. Never mind. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so those were uh, the costume uh, like the costume responses. Um, and then here are a couple general ones. Someone uh, said, Tommy, it's great that you took the time to dress up as AOC. You can pretend to be smart and successful for one evening. That was a good one. <sighs> that's, that's amazing. Let's see. Uh, someone else said, I want to make fun of you, but this is actually a pretty good costume idea. I'm also going to dress as someone who became more successful than me in far less time because they haven't sold their soul. Uh, someone else said, damn, AOC doesn't need her government job to pay her rent. She already got free living space in Tommy's head, which when I first read that comment, I thought it was another jab at her forehead. Uh, but you know, dual purpose. Oh, is it that she's like obsessed with her? Oh yeah. Um, this is one of my favorites. Uh, Someone commented, and in perform in the performance part of the competition, Tommy will dress as herself and perform if I only had a brain. Performing backup will be the Republican House, quote-unquote, leadership. Stop. And then last but not least is another comment from a drag queen. Lady Bunny posted, theory disproved, class- glasses don't make everyone look smart. Uh, so feel free to dig into Tommy Lauren's posts if you dare. Wow. Um, and check out the comments. I mean, there, there are more, there are a lot more comments than the ones I read, but those were just the ones that I thought were funny. So, yeah. I have so much to say about that, but I will reserve mine. <laughs> it just like, it, it just pisses me off because it's like, it's lazy as a costume. And yeah. On top of that, it's just like you're it's not funny. Like it's actually yeah, not it's yeah. actually not funny because it's it's not even that like it's offensive. It's just not funny. Yeah, there was nothing like, funny about great. it. Great. She was a bartender. So like oh, so all of a sudden now like that's a like a you know, a bad character trait. Like But her... let's let's take it a couple steps back. You had to explain your Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. Like, also you this, fucked like, up. I'm so tired of fear mongering. Yeah. And it's like, so you're scared. Like, what? I mean, obviously, I don't think that she's actually scared of her. But the thing is, it's like, so you're scared of somebody who you interpret to be a socialist. And it's like, so we're, we're back, like, we're back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're going to have, like, you know, the, the, the trials and shit. So, mm-hmm. like, suss out who's red. Like, yeah, that's what she it's, wants. Um, and, like, 
socialism is not a like well a, socialism is not communism exactly I feel so like it's like those two are she should be smart enough well, obviously confused. she's not right to know that what this country was like scared of or like you know what the bad thing was was communism not yeah. socialism it's it's a the like she's stupid well, and I don't like using that word actually very much, but she's very, very stupid. But this is stupid. It is stupid. This is stupid. You took a moment where you you could have dressed up as literally anything else, and mm-hmm. they posted they posted one of her other Halloween co- like last year's. She just wore uh, a whole bunch of different American flag things, and it said "Made Make America Great Again" on this like uh, leotard or something that she was wearing that was all red, white, and blue. I don't know. I I just I. I find it annoying when a person who's in the public eye uses their platform to constantly remind you that they're an idiot. And that's mm-hmm. what I think is happening here. Mm-hmm. So Also, like, you are a pundit, I think they call them. I don't, you know, she's, you're a commentator. Yeah. Like, the person you're making fun of is actually in Congress trying to make a difference, working hard yeah. to fight for things that she believes in and your bet like your your best uh whatever like you know your AOC, best A- your best weapon yeah. is to like just try like not even successfully but try and make fun of her yeah like you're dumb and if i'm not mistaken she's also fought with drag queens probably like what i, what I was gonna say is aos in 2007 aoc won the second prize in an international science fair and so she is and and winners of that fair have gone on to win nobel peace prizes and and mm-hmm. stuff like that and she became the youngest member of congress um so it's funny to it's just funny to me mm-hmm. that like the best you can do is to put on a cheap wig and grab I mean, I'm assuming she had to order that book from somewhere unless she just did it on the fly when she was somewhere where they had a copy and then just scribble Green New Deal on a like a folder I mean, it, you had lying yeah, around. Yeah, it looks like, I don't know. I just... mean, AOC would have never had a physical, uh, what's it called? A physical folder. Mm-hmm. It would have been a digital thing. Is because... she even wearing hoops? No. Oh, there you go. She didn't have she didn't have the right earrings. The hair was wrong. The hair was completely wrong, but also she looked nothing like her. Mm-hmm. How is it? How is it? As someone who's a fan of Halloween, how is it that you look in the mirror and you're like, nailed it? You know, like, no. Yeah. You nailed, look nothing like nailed her. this like huge statement I'm trying to make. She sucks. I don't know. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just I'm yeah. Um, well, that brings us to the end of another episode. We are Grizzly Kiki on everything. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So be sure to follow us there. You can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and maybe we'll read yours on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. So until next time, bye. bye.